She still hadn't fitted a new lock on her mountain bike. Having lost the key and cut off the old lock, she didn't dare leave the bike in front of her house. They were like magpies, whoever they were. Instead, she pushed the bike into the passage between the wall and the tool shed. It was going to be fenced in, but at the moment it was cluttered with rubbish, broken kitchen chairs, a garden hose, old pots, the washing machine that had broken last year. Nobody had got round to taking it to the tip. Rebecca swore as she banged her shin on the rotting stepladder, which was hidden in tall grass. Henrik was sitting at the computer in the study, concentrating hard. She could see his back through the window. A second later he got up and went into the kitchen. Even though her shin was throbbing and walking was painful, she still took the longer route around the fence and garden path up to the porch. Having bought the house quite recently, she loved looking at its façade from the street. She imagined she was seeing it for the first time, a narrow, pale green house in a row of equally lovely pastel-coloured homes, a picture-postcard street in the middle of the city. She loved the expensive paving stones, the way the path cut through charmingly overgrown flowerbeds and led up to the red door. The first thing they did when they moved in was to buy a red door and a knocker in the shape of a lion's head. Rebecca knew she wanted to live in a house with a red door and a door knocker. She had always thought of herself as a homemaker. She had grown up in a fairly large house and had been spoiled by having so much space. Even though the apartment she used to rent had been airy and attractive, she was never at ease with the fact that other people were living and breathing under the same roof. Sometimes she would lie in bed at night, imagining a stranger in the darkness, separated from her by just a thin wall. She had never been entirely comfortable with the thought. Unsurprisingly, she was the driving force when they started talking about houses, and they finally settled on the terraced property in Kung's Ladegord. The area lay to the west of the city. It was comparatively central and not far from the sea just like the street in Bildau, where she grew up. She was pleased with how things had worked out. She could walk to work easily through Slotskogen Park and across Liniastaden into the city centre. During their first year in the house, she often went down to Ruhr de Sten at the weekends and would read on the jetties there before gathering her strength and taking the long way home via Nierwavet and Kungsten. On a hot day, she could cycle to the naturist beach at Saltholmen. They could manage perfectly well without a car, and still enjoy the best the city had to offer. Unfortunately, they hadn't been the only ones to see the advantages of the house. She had had palpitations all day while the bidding process was going on. Henrik had remained silent and tense. Since Rebecca already had a well-paid job as staff welfare coordinator at what was then one of Sweden's largest companies, it was taken as read that she held the purse strings. Now her post was restricted to an administrative role. When Rebecca had met Henrik six years earlier, she had realized her ex-boyfriends were almost interchangeable. Like Rebecca, they had all grown up in well-off families, and they had all followed in Daddy's footsteps, training to become doctors or lawyers, with a sense of purpose, but also a sense of anxiety. 
Some of them had been very easy to get on with, some she had really liked. But when she met Henrik, she fell head over heels in love. He made every other man seem dull. He was proud and quick and excitingly charismatic, artistic and sensitive to a fault. She fell for him, and they moved in together. They had a good life. Henrik was attuned to the feelings of others. He exuded love, warmth, and positive energy. Women loved him for it, as did Rebecca, and a classic situation developed. The thing she loved most about Henrik quickly became one of their major stumbling blocks. His charm made her jealous, and this in turn made him evasive.